Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. I interior de l'Ebre amb un cel força ennubulat encara aquest matí. De nou a la tarda, nubulades, ruixats i tempestes menys intenses que ahir. Al migdia farà calor, però els termòmetres quedaran més frenats. A Barcelona, 24 graus, a Girona, 18, a la mateixa temperatura que a Lleida, 18 graus, i a Tarragona, 22 graus de temperatura. Un home es presenta unes proves psicològiques remunerades. Però el que ell pensa que seran uns diners fàcils es converteix en una autèntica trampa quan una atractiva psicòloga el posa a prova amb preguntes i enigmes que el faran posar nerviós i que l'obligaran a treure el millor d'ell mateix per evitar un final fatal. Vine a la sala muntaner a veure Idiota, dirigida per Jordi Casanovas i interpretada per Ramon Madaula i Anna Saun. Idiota, del 15 d'abril al 14 de juny a la sala muntaner. Reserva ya ja las tebas entradas. En tango de verbena. Gran verbena de San Juan con la orquesta Gran Palas en tango. 8 euros la entrada anticipada con consumición y coca a gogo. Y 11 euros el mismo día 23. Reservas en la misma sala. Más info en sala de fiestas tango.com. Esta verbena, tango. En diputación de Déjese llevar por la riqueza de Bracafé, de sus aromas de ultramar, por la fuerza y la intensidad de su sabor y por la plenitud de una bebida selecta. Bracafé cuenta con 40 establecimientos en Barcelona a su servicio. Recuerde, Bracafé. Sierra KB es la radio que atambolta. Sintonizan también a través de internet. www.radiocanalbarcelona.com RKB, la web que atambolta. Birds flying high, you know how I feel Sun in the sky, you know how I feel Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me, yeah It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm feeling good Good morning, Barcelona. You're tuned in to Victor Hector and Cecilia on English Radio Wednesday, 106.9 Radio Canal Barcelona. Yes, good morning, Egunon. Bo dia. Bon dia and buenos dias. Of course. <laughs> and um, uh, if last week on our program we brought you the muscle with the atomic dog, Ari Norris, today we bring you the brain. We are very glad because in our studio is visiting Dr. Alex Valles, principal researcher at the San Pao Biomedical Research Institute, whose field of work is precisely the tiniest parts of the brain. So we'll be focusing on my tiny part of the brain. <laughs> my tiny brain. Yes, in concrete, we'll be discussing Victor's tiny, brain and how does he survive? The tiny, tiny brain. <laughs> so, dear listeners, please forgive us for being, well, us. 
on this topic today. <laughs> because we're we can help <laughs> we can help it. <laughs> we mean it. Uh, good morning, everybody, and welcome back, Cecilia. I uh, hope you have brought back cheesy stories from your trip to the Netherlands. Ah, yeah. I had an amazing time. Are you now a certified ju uh, judge? Oh, I'm a judge. A judge of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> sure, cheese. Ah, the red light district cheese. Let me tell you. You know what, though? I hadn't been to Amsterdam for a very long time. And it still kind of like blows me away that you look and there's still, you know, there's people in the windows. <laughs> and there's a new thing, by the way. I guess glasses are in because probably about half of the, the ladies that were in the windows were wearing black rim glasses with their hair up kind of like either school teacher or secretary look which we thought was hilarious because I mean what hilarious that's a now. thing oh. I mean it was it was oh, yeah. all over the place hilarious all over the now. place ah, it's the Sarah Palin look oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Palin's got a new job oh in god I think you might have nailed it oh man well you know there's there's Bad you know teacher. the subversive and bad teacher and that. yeah so it, but it was no it was an amazing time that city's gorgeous we actually had fairly nice weather and it was just, it's so beautiful I love it there but I bet you didn't have this amazing weather we have not here. this amazing okay. weather okay. did you take your safe word with you uh, Klugenheimer I did the Flugenheimer <laughs> I didn't need to use it but <laughs> well for here springtime is waving goodbye and while, so while summer is tiptoeing in the forecast for the city indicates that today starts a slightly cooler week compared to the past few days, and it seems we're going to have a little chance of rain for the weekend. Hooray! I actually mm -hmm. love rain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a gorgeous and hot day last Sunday, and uh, on the ASB hike from Ripoy de San Quirce de Besora, uh, luckily the heavy rain started once the hike had actually ended, and they basically got drenched on the, uh, on the way into the train station, mm -hmm. I, I believe that's correct. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And, uh, yes? And, uh, but later we had the Rueda de la Victoria, no? Didn't we? Here in Barcelona, I mean. Uh, yes, yep, of yeah, course. that's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh -huh. it was, Did, where, I, I was out of the city. We were, we were north of the uh -huh. city, and all I'm saying is I felt the impact because it took us two hours to get home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know how much joy I'm feeling right now for the team, but I will put aside my own personal feelings of being stuck in traffic to, to celebrate with, with the amazing accomplishments. Well, I, got, I hit it twice. I was trying to actually, yeah. I hit the, the stupid block uh, twice. <laughs> well, I was on one side of the city coming in, so I had to pass it going up. Oh, uh, and then right, they went right in front of my house, so there was no way that I could get in. What is it? Fool me once, <laughs> fool me twice. <laughs> Alex, are you a fan of Barca? Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> if not, we were going to have to kick you out of the studio. So I'm, I'm glad you passed that test. <laughs> oh, okay, good. So but, feeling uh, mm -hmm. social. Curious, smart, funny, sexy. Well, of course, we've got the perfect plan for you. Tonight, we celebrate the ASB Happy Hour at Restaurant La Pomerada on Pase de Gracia 78, starting at 8 p.m. That's for you, correct. Join us. Of course, the fun doesn't stop there. The ASB is also going to finish the conquering of the Ripollas County. On June 21st, our next hike starts with where the last one ended, San Quirza de Besora, and proceeds to Torreo, closing the Ter River route. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's fi uh, five different hikes, right? Or yeah. Four. Yeah. No. Four no. Three. Three. Oh, only three. three a total of five, I believe. A total of five mm -hmm. altogether to do the, the mm -hmm. whole Ter River yeah. route. Mm -hmm. So June and July always pack with things to do in the city, and there's actually really cool things coming up. Uh, Sunday sees the second edition of the Family Run Barcelona for parents and children. Some of the aims of the race include promoting sports in the family and promoting sports among young children. It's only one euro to register, and it will go to the charity Payaso Sense Fronteras, which is a very cool charity outside of the Palau San Jordi at 10 a.m. So check that out. 
Also, the Festa Mayor de San Gervasi starts uh, tomorrow with jazz session in the Jardins Pera Bruna and goes until the 21st of June. And this year's Symphony Festival is offering a total of 100 free <laughs> simultaneous concerts performed by 5,000 musical school students from 100 iconic areas in Catalonia and the Balearic Islands. So June 13th, check the symphonic.org for venues and times. And then the aim of the Tasta la Rambla initiative is to get the finest in gastronomy out to the streets over four days from the 11th to the 15th. So that's this weekend, people. Barcelona's most emblematic street, La Rambla, will fill with over 40 gastronomic food stalls offering tastings, culinary demonstrations, and workshops to bring this art closer to the public. And I'm sure it's going to be a big change for a lot of the tourists that are used to, like, big Mexican hats and nachos <laughs> of course, being yeah. offered to them on the Rambla. They'll be like, what? Uh, and then the, finally, the 10th edition of Barcelona Design Week. It features over 70 activities, including workshops, conferences, presentations, exhibits, talks, debates, blagadi blag. Go to barcelonadesignweek.es slash en slash to get your information in English about what's going on. So we'll be back in just a bit with uh, Alex after this music break. Having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting sheep, but running out. As time ticks by, still I try. No rest for God, tops in my mind. On my own, here we go. Feel like they're gonna bleed Right up in bullshit on my skull My mouth is dry My face is numb Fucked up and spun out in my room On my own, here we go
Welcome back. We just listened to Green Day's Brains 2. <laughs> I wanted to sing, but I don't know the words to this last part of the song. It's probably just ho 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 ho. My no, one, no one can understand I what he's saying. I have a little brain stew this morning. <laughs> so uh, you are turned in, tuned into ASB Wake Up Wednesdays on English Radio, Radio Canal Barcelona 106.9. Bam! The future <laughs> of English radio. Oh, my goodness. If you want to chat with us, feel free to call in at 93-468-5555. We'd love to hear from you. We have in the studio with us Dr. Alex Bayes. As we said before, he's a principal researcher at the San Paolo Biomedical Research Institute. So it is great to have you with us today, Alex. Yeah, thank you very much. Great you ready to receive here. some very difficult calls? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, watch that's, out. that's probably not going to happen. We, 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 have, uh, we have amateur science, uh, scientists with us here today, and we're going to grill your knowledge in, the, in your field of expertise. Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember, we are lay people. <laughs> okay, so can you briefly tell us, what is it that you do, Alex? Uh, so what we do uh, in the lab is um, try to understand how the brain works, but at the molecular level. So we are interested in understanding what happens inside the cells and particularly inside synapses, and uh, to understand um, the molecular mechanism that control their function. That's uh, essentially what we try to do. So okay. technically what you do is called basic science, right? We had on Anna Maikis the other day, we were talking about basic science versus different kinds of science that are out there. Basic science, what is that exactly? It's just kind of trying to understand the, the yeah. underpinnings of how things work. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So it's usually used uh, to refer to science which is not um, designed to, 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 to address like a particular disease, for instance, al although we do try to understand some diseases or brain disorders. And so it just, yeah, the idea of basic research is about uh, trying to understand the basic principles of biology, how, how biology works, uh, without yeah. necessarily thinking out of, on, of an application for, for it, uh, either uh, medical or technical or industrial so. and you and you kind of specialize in synapses for people out there listening who don't really know exactly what a synapse does can you just briefly explain that sure uh the synapses are the the point where information is transferred from one neuron to, to the next and uh, so they are very very important of course and uh, and they they not only help uh information move uh, across the brain but and they also contribute to to modulating this, this information, to encoding this information and actually strengthening the right information and, uh, if you want, fading, making, yeah, fading out, killing the information which is maybe not necessary to store. So they are absolutely key structures to, to the brain function. Well, let me tell you, my synapses do a really good job of fading out information <laughs> constantly. <laughs> but later I'm like, really? I did that? <laughs> are you a little bit rusty in your polymerase chain reactions? Oh wow! <laughs> someone someone read a magazine article. <laughs> so uh, so Alex, what made you want to go into science and specifically neuroscience? Well, I I can't even remember. I mean, I, I always I think I always was interested in, in biology uh, mm. rather than science as a whole. I, I've always been interested in nature and biology. I be, on, be honest with us. It no. was the girls, wasn't it? No, no, no. you say biology, what you mean is... No, no, no. no. I don't mean uh, reproduction or no, no. <laughs> biology as a whole. Until recently, we, we wouldn't associate... Uh, associate uh, the study of the body, uh, uh, more, more, no, as much as uh, as a science that had to do with uh, 
basic research, but more uh, related to medical studies or things mm-hmm. like that. No, because usually we, we thought of science uh, and thought or biology specifically. We thought of uh, um, botanical mm-hmm. or, or, or so, so zoology, natural yeah, natural sciences. No, but mm-hmm. it's for me, uh, still, uh, I still see this as a, as a medical study, no? But, but I understand yeah. that it is not. Uh, I mean, this is the, 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 the. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. It's the, like the floor of everything that happens. Yeah, later, yeah. No? Basic science comes yeah. before anything, mm-hmm. before any other kind of science, no? Mm-hmm. When you understand a little bit the system, then you can find an application for, for that knowledge. But without the burst, the very first knowledge, mm-hmm. there's nothing else. You, and you can't do nothing. So basic science always comes first. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I mean, just where we are now in science, how much would you say that we actually understand of how the brain works? I mean, is it like if there's a 100% understanding, what percentage are we at? <laughs> are we at like a 5% or 50 or? I don't know. It's, it's very hard to answer. I would say yeah. little. I would say very little. I don't know if it's 5 or 10 or 15 or 20. But, but not more than that. But there's we, so much more to discover. That's Yeah, that's what I think. That's why I... I'm also interested in, in going back to your question in neuroscience because mm. there's so much to still do, no? particularly the human brain. It's, such, such a, it's a universe. No? It's a, the numbers of synapses in the brain are bewildering. There's more synapses in the brain than stars in our galaxy. It's, it's, it's just crazy. Seriously? Yeah. It's actually, there's 10 times more. There's one or two orders of magnitude more synapses in our brain than stars in our galaxy. Holy mm-hmm. moly. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it is... Yeah, so it's to, a big I frontier. Make, I need to make better use of my synapses. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they work. They work for you without you knowing most of the time. So you know, I saw this really cool documentary last week. I was in London, and there was a show about uh, some advances that they had done uh, in I don't know in the Ormond Street Hospital. I, I don't remember where it was, but there's a the people who uh, were in a hospital and had lost motor function. It kind of reminded mm. me of our conversation with Anna. They can now think what they want to do and they have this motor controlled in the attached to their sure. brain and they have a robotic arm yeah, yeah, yeah. that does what their mind is telling the robot to do just via cognitive functions cognitive messages and mm-hmm. i was like oh my goodness this is fantastic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so just think if we understood like another 20 percent of the brain we'd be able to like i don't know fly <laughs> <laughs> i mean by ourselves not in a plane no but uh, the thing that 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 many fields are being what well, we're under, uh, uh, getting to a new understanding of what the mind is or, or how the brain works, but it, we know so little, and yet uh, all the all we knew about the brain and and, and the mind uh, has changed already. I think. No? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, we're constantly learning, but uh, my feeling is that we 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 still need to to the, the long way is still ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, most of it is, uh, we, we still need to understand. And um, so, this, you have to think, I don't know, if you want to go back to how we can treat diseases, uh, so go go away from basic science, I mean, sorry. So, brain diseases are the worst treated diseases by far. So, we can treat, so cancers, these days are, many cancers can be cured and we are doing incre- incredible no advances, and mm-hmm. every 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 two days you you hear of some new cure or some new important breakthrough. But essentially, for brain diseases, we're still as we were a hundred years ago. Can we treat Alzheimer's? Can we treat Parkinson's? Can mm. we treat schizophrenia? Can we treat autism? No, 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 no. So I think that tells you 
how much we still need to learn. Mm. <laughs> now, while you were learning, let's say you spent many years with the Anglo-Saxons in their motherland, first in Cambridge and then Scotland. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Correct. And, and then, uh, so you, and could you tell us about, a little bit about your time there and, and then here? What, what is different about here than, than there? Uh, <laughs> 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 so let's... Start by my time there, which was fantastic. I, I, I had such a fantastic experience there. It was uh, very important for my career development, and uh, it really opened many, many new ways how science is done at the, uh, at, the, at, the at first division, uh, how, how the big teams play. No? It, it was like playing for Barca now that you're <laughs> uh, play, working there for what a while. What was the name so, of the <clears throat> institute you were at at Cambridge? Yeah, so I was in a bit of a pecu- pe- peculiar institute in the sense that it's, I mean, it was, it's called the Wellcome Trust Sanger Institute. It's a very important genomics institute. And um, it is uh, half, half a, it's an academic institute, but it, it behaves a bit as an industry in a way. In the sense that they produce a lot, a lot of data. As I said, they, they are genomics institute. Mm-hmm. They make huge contributions to the to the to the human genome sequence, the very first human. So they are a big pioneer center in, in genomics, and they do amazing work. But uh, it is not like, but they deal with very large uh, problems and very large uh, biological questions. So it it feels a bit different than working in a small university in a very specific problem. So. In that sense, it was a, a, a special place, mm-hmm. um, a unique place, I would say, in Europe. There's not many, maybe there's no other place like the Sanger Institute in, in Europe, while there's many good universities, no? Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, those were, yeah, fantastic days. And then you came here. And then I came here. <laughs> is that correct? It is, yeah, back home, back home. And how how is it uh, being, being able to work in your home? So it's... Well, it's a big challenge in the first place because there I was part of a team. Uh, here now I have my own team. I lead my own team. So that's a big challenge and that's very, very interesting. Uh, that I like. <clears throat> but of course, uh, here we don't, we don't put as much resources as uh, English people do into science. And, of course, that, that's, a, that's a big difficult. That you makes things very difficult. You're talking about uh, funds as well as sure. people as, or projects well, to exploit? it's the same at the end of the day. No, basically funds. Yeah. With funds, you hire people. With funds, you, yeah, you put your ideas to work. So it is uh, – I think we are being very ambitious in what we want to do. <coughs> okay. And, uh, well, the, the the resources make it a bit more di- a little bit more difficult even. Now, so. let's make it more exciting for our listeners, Alex. Yeah. So, Celia likes to add drama. Okay. Let's talk about the politics <laughs> of biology research. Sorry, sorry? Pol- <laughs> you said politics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was just trying to get it. What, what, what are the challenges? And Alex just left the studio, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no. like, well, what, what do you think makes it difficult to get the funding and the resources that you need to? Oh, there's very little. There's very little. And there's a lot of very good scientists in this country. Actually, if you if you check the world rankings on number of publications, Spain is doing very good. Actually, it's in the top ten, seven or eight. And, uh, so, so they're kind of doing more with less, though, aren't absolutely, they? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if you if I'm sure Spain would be would rank first if you would put the number of of, of articles per per euro or per dollar uh, <laughs> invested. Uh, I'm sure. And there's very, very good scientists here. And so there's a lot of people doing very good jobs. And there's the pie is very small. <laughs> is it uh, – do you guys also suffer here in Spain from, I guess, uh, 
what do you call this, uh, capital exportation that people, uh, leaders in their field feel a little bit uh, unable to exploit with their knowledge yeah. and then they have to go to the United Kingdom. Yeah, so, United yeah sure. Many well-stocked, well, not many, but very a few, but very important people in Spain have already gone, like big Saudi scientists, not just postdocs, well, people who finish their, <coughs> sorry, their um, doctorate that it's normal that you, you, you want to go, but just very well-established people are, are going mm-hmm. as well. Hmm. And, uh, and do you think that it has to do, well, uh, I, I mean, uh, watching what happens in other places, for instance, in, the, in, uh, in America or, or United Kingdom, where, where industry is pushing or lobbying for... for, for Innovation? I, I, for, yeah, no, no, no but, but, but politics uh, usually moves... Uh, because it's being pushed by yeah, interest. absolutely. No? And Correct. here, and here, totally. we, we have a, a good resources. I mean, uh, human resources yeah, yeah. and and the brains. But <laughs> we like the we like the political uh, yeah. um, aims kind of, or, or yeah or right. or support. Will. No. Yeah. Basically, it's not it's not put as important. So so yeah. perhaps uh, we like the 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 push that the industry can give to to all this. No. Totally agree. Absolutely. I mean, and we scientists probably have failed in that sense in making um, public be aware of, of the importance of, of, of uh, what we do. And mm-hmm. so that, that the general public will push politicians to not cat and cat and cat mm-hmm. <laughs> science budget. So in a way, it's also our fault a, way, uh, a little bit. No? So. Well, I know one thing that you guys are doing, you're doing with, with two other people Um, Xavier Tafaj and Carlos Indreo, is you guys are putting together a seminar, which we've talked about here on the show several times, the Neurosignaling and Synapses Seminar. Um, So one of the things you guys are doing is highlighting some of the Spanish scientists and and European scientists, even some scientists from outside of Europe. Can you talk to us a little bit about what the goals are for that seminar that you guys are doing? Sure, yeah. Uh, So, but but you already mentioned it. Basically, (laughs) yeah, we want to bring good people Good scientists who who work in our field, of course. I mean, we we put the synapses in the center of our interest, and, and that's already quite a large field, if you want. And uh, and this <coughs> the, the idea of this is to to keep our our minds open and and have uh, inputs from from good scientists uh, that, mm. that 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 are interested in the in the same questions or similar questions are, as we are, and and not to to feel. I mean, not to get or to stay in our office uh, all day, but actually open our eyes and, and see all people's uh, ideas, uh, research. So who, who are some of the exciting people coming to town? Who is coming, you say? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had very good people. And uh, next, uh, next, next week we have uh, Luisa Ujedo from the Basque Country University. And, uh, but we had a lot of people. We had people from U.S. Mauro Costa Mattioli came uh, a couple of weeks ago. We had uh, Laurent Grog, who is in Bordeaux, in France. And they do great neuroscience in France, in Bordeaux, especially. They have a, a neuroscience hub there. We'll be having people from Germany. So with our funds, <coughs> which, again, are not huge. And, well, let me say, as we were complaining about administration, but this, <laughs> this is essentially funded by the local General Etat de Catalunya. And uh, so, but we try to bring people from everywhere and mainly Europe, uh, Spain, and Catalonia. And, and so we'll be having Hannah Monnier also for that. Anyway, we, we have very good people She's going. She's supposed to be a rock star, isn't she, of the science world? <laughs> <laughs> 
She, she, is, she, she was described to me as the U2 of the science world. <laughs> okay. I didn't, I didn't know that uh, she was again? called that. But uh, she's a brilliant, yeah, very good. Si- yeah. Okay. She's a uh, fantastic scientist, absolutely. It's a pleasure. It will be a pleasure to have her here. Excellent. Well, what, what is her name again? Hannah Monnier. Of Just course, Hannah. <laughs> Hannah de toda la vida. Yeah, exactly. She was also in that article you read, right? <laughs> so we're going to take a quick music break, and we'll be back in just a little bit. She's yeah, Hannah buddy. Montana of science. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Bon dia, Barcelona. You're listening to Victor, Hector, and Cecilia. Put your boots on, Barcelona. It's English Radio Wednesday, 106.9 Radio Canal. Yeah, buddy! Yeah, buddy! Yeah, buddy!
Every little thing she does is magic. The magic of the little molecules in our brain shape the work of our guests in English Radio Wednesday. Very nicely said. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yes, we have a little something for people. I think so. See if remember, oh, people oh, can, oh, re oh, can recall this. Here we go. Alex is, is running around trying to prepare this for us. <laughs> <laughs> We've just stressed. And, and by Alex, I don't mean Alex by yes. I mean no. Alex, our producer, everyone. <laughs> There's two Alexes. In the, in the 97 X. The future of rock and roll. 97 X. Bang. The future of rock and roll. And through. 97 X. For those that didn't know, that is from Rain Man. <laughs> I heard autism this morning. Is a, I kept thinking, bam, the future of English radio. So that's a little window into Victor's brain, too. This is, this is what Victor first thinks of when he hears the word autism. Other people think different things. So uh, your, your focus is now on autism and intellectual disabilities caused by genetics. Can you talk to us first about the intellectual disabilities part? Mm -hmm. Because I think most people think of intellectual disabilities and they think of Down syndrome mm -hmm. or mental retardation. Is that w what you're studying or is it beyond that, too? So we are not particularly studying uh, Down syndrome. So intellectual di disability is a very wide term, which it was um, coined, if you want, to replace the old term mental retardation. Mm. But it's, uh, That's the new word? Yeah. Okay. We shouldn't use, no? Um, well, it's, it's more accurate, I think, yeah, and, and uh, perhaps so more sensitive. I mean, but so because people feel like mental retardation is... Not such a nice... Not a nice way yeah, of saying it. So, yeah. So the recommendation is to... Talk about intellectual disabilities. disabilities. Yeah, and um, and so yeah, we focus on on those, and but this is yeah very very wide field, and of course uh, Down syndrome is one of them. It's one of the most common ones, but there's many more, and uh, we want to study or we are more interested in because as you said, we are essentially basic scientists, but mm. we want to understand also some uh, medical conditions. But uh, so we focus on intellectual disabilities for one very basic reason, and, and, and this is that uh, genetically they are much better understood. So for many, many uh, forms, for many conditions involving intellectual disability, we know the gene that actually causes hmm. the disease, okay? And the word cause here is, is very important. No? And so that makes life much more easier for a biologist, uh, for a researcher, because we know... The, the genetic, so we can take a, a model, um, a biological model, and, and play with that gene, mutate it or change it, or, and see what happens. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that's a very powerful tool to understand biological systems. So, yeah. So and I'm sure there's a lot of, I mean, there must be so many forms of intellectual disability. Yeah, there must hundreds, be hundreds, hundreds. Just hundreds? I would think there'd like be like millions. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hundreds is, is a lot already. Yeah, hundreds. that is. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and some of those, we might not know the genes, right, that are responsible? So when I say hundreds, I refer to hundreds of forms for with a new known gene. Excuse oh, okay. Me. Okay. So then there's more yeah, for, without a uh, known gene yet. But we, we are coming up with very, very new genes. So... The, the, the actual pace at which genetics is uh, unraveling new genes for, for unknown uh, uh, conditions is, is so fast that in, I don't know, 10, 15 years, we'll probably know 
the genetics of all the mono, what we call monogenic disorders. So disorders caused by one gene, or by wow. mutation in one gene. So it's we genetics will 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 close that. That, uh, that door. Yeah, just, that, just because that, I actually uh, have a friend of mine whose son has intellectual yeah, disabilities, yeah, and they common. don't know no, sure. what caused it—the syndrome yeah, or yeah, what yeah. he has exactly. Yeah. Okay. Another thing, which is also—I mean, not all forms of intellectual disability are genetic. There could be ah. due to other other reasons, like nutritional deficits. This doesn't happen anymore nowadays mm-hmm. in our la- in our world, but right. it used to happen in, in, in the past. No. In Europe, you mean? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that, the thing that it doesn't happen anymore, no. no uh, it so, doesn't happen yeah, anymore yeah, in, yeah. in Europe, yeah, correct, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 But yeah. nutritional deficiencies, defi- deficiencies, all right, sorry, can also cause... Uh, and uh, are a lot of these genes detected or studied during, say, a, a pregnancy these days? I, I don't know if, if during the pregnancy, if there's any mm. study to identify potential causes for... Um, well, I know that you know people get tested for Down syndrome for mm-hmm, their. Th- mm-hmm. So those some of those tests are on. I don't know how many of the There's genes already you guys have found. E- easily you can be tested for two hundred nowadays. Uh, wow! Not only IDs, not only intellectual disabilities, but uh, if you if you if you wanna have a kid by or have a baby by 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 um, in vitro. Uh, yeah, yeah, correct, right? Yeah, thank you. In vitro, they they will offer you uh, a test uh, for genetic uh, disorders that will easily cover two three hundred uh, different disorders. So yeah. And they're looking for these disorders in the parents, or, sure. or are they testing the fetus? Both. Both. No, 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 no. Sorry, not the fetus in the parents. In the so, parents. Or if, for instance, you 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 need uh, um, a donor donor is it donor donor donor, donor sorry donor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can test the donor also and test you and see whether you have a mutation that uh, that a, a person also has, right. and then might become in, in a, might, might result in a in a disease. So right. yeah, these things are routinely done these mm-hmm. days, and the numbers will only grow. So in five years, this will be four hundred diseases that are tested, and in ten years will be six hundred. So wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, do you uh, run into ethical issues regarding that? Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's an yeah. important point. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would think that it get pretty complicated. Mm-hmm. But as a as a scientist or the doing basic or what do you call this primary research mm-hmm. investigations, mm-hmm. Or, is, is this something that you run into as well and in, uh, with problems with funding? Does do the radical? That's, that's just a U.S. <laughs> <laughs> issue yeah. Yeah. where they try to put their personal feelings. But I can see the these guys. I'm pointing at the, at well, the newspaper true. that I have in front of me. They're pretty right wing, and uh, with, they're yeah, influenced by right. the Opus Dei and so forth. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if they get involved in, in either allocating resources away from projects that might mm, get in this area. I see. As far as I know, that, that this doesn't happen in in Spain. I don't think it happens. No, no okay. No, I don't think so. No, we don't have that that problem. That uh, yeah, and right wing people will actually, for instance, uh, Rodrigo Zapatero uh, was was quite was a pioneer in in in, in letting stem cell research happen in in Spain. Yeah, I remember that, but I thought he had a lot of opposition from... He had, he had, but... um, From the church and so Yeah, 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 absolutely. He has opposition. I I don't know. I like to think that doesn't hit the the actual budget, uh, but who knows, actually. (laughs) 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 So... um, You also study autism, no? Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And who... um, how, how was the conversation about ba- vaccines uh, rolling mm-hmm. in autism? Vaccines, we, yeah. Vaccines, yeah, yeah but we, recently we have this uh, episode of 
of uh, yeah. Yeah, diphtheria yeah. and, and, and oh yeah, that was lot. a big deal. So yeah. vaccines uh, are now uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I think issue, they, no? they've been a big thing in the states, and mm-hmm. of course, a, a lot of it comes down to the fact that, of course, a long time ago there was a paper in the Lancet, <laughs> there was a Hollywood movie star chick that got it all popularized, and mm-hmm. it's been debunked over and over and over. Yeah. So everyone knows that scientifically there's no tie to it anymore. But does that ever affect your research at all? Does that ever affect no. Besides no, people no, no. just asking you about it like we're yeah. doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it doesn't really affect uh, my research. And we 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 work in autism, which which autism is, is not like intellectual disability. It's not a disease, but it's it's a it's a spectrum, it's, it's a group, no? So I, I like it I like to call it <laughs> autistic spectrum disorders. And uh, yeah, so because we, haven't they even I'm sorry to interrupt, but hmm. I remember there used to be thing called Asperger's and now I've mm. been told that there's no more Asperger's like they just call it a spectrum yeah, it's, it's on the spectrum now the and spectrum. you don't call yourself as having Asperger's mm. you say you're on the spectrum mm. yeah spectrum. because mm-hmm. <laughs> on the autism spectrum yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, meaning that there's many conditions and in a way each maybe not that much but almost each kid is has its own version not wow. not not each kid there's but there's many many different conditions and by no means it's a a disease that is there is three core symptoms to it okay that all kids have okay three core uh, symptoms yeah phenotypes you know, there's um, speech delay okay there's a problem with uh, social interaction kids they don't um, uh, they don't socialize with their parents with their brothers and then the third one is uh, also they, they tend to do rep- repetitive behavior repetitive movements stereotypic so these are the three Common uh, traits, uh, traits, yeah, to all uh, kids without this. But uh, there's much more than that. And intellectual right. disability is very, very common. And intellectual disability and uh, autism spectrum disorder are, are very, very close. And that's why we study both. Some genes that we are very interested in cause intellectual disability and, and also have been strongly associated with autism. The thing with uh, autism spectrum disorders and is that here we cannot use the word the word cause. Uh, for a gene, um, hmm. uh, we we know genes that give susceptibility, genes that are important, that are found more often than you would expect in cases with ASD, autism spectrum disorders. But we don't have a clear-cut gene that actually causes. Right. So it's much more complex than the con- the a high level of correlation between certain genes and, and yeah, behavior. Yeah, th- that you have certain mutations in the gene and yeah. So, so do do you guys kind of is the idea about autism then different from intellectual disability? Intellectual disability, you can point to the one gene. Autism Correct. seems like it's probably a, a, a quite a few genes that have to. It play has a very it. strong genetic background. Okay, autism. The the of 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 diseases of unknown uh, genetic cause. It's it's the one with the strongest genetic background. Right. Okay, and this is known from twin studies. And so there's this very, but we don't have clear cut genes. So there are other elements, or that that contribute also probably. So so once upon a time we thought that people born with diseases of brain development, like intellectual disabilities, mm. for example, it's no cure. Like mm-hmm. that's it. You're born that way and you're stuck that way. Mm. Is that still how mm. we view it? Yeah, I'm afraid. So yeah. So there's things you can do with no therapies, nothing. There's things you can you can do to to. With uh, with satellite symptoms like uh, anxiety, for instance, or hypermotility or epilepsy, 
there's many many kids also have uh, problems of that kind and those you can treat but the cognitive problem by itself so the the, the lack of intellectual capacities that cannot be changed there's now nothing about, we know we don't know how to how to change that how about therapies, for example, that they offer autistic children mm. to help them make those connections that well, for some can, reason their brain's not connecting? Okay, so they can progress within their... Within their, their disability. Yeah, disability. And definitely a kid that receives help and it goes... Uh, systematically gets... Um, I don't know the, the exact word in English, no, but like trained... Treatment. And, yeah, and he, he's, he's, he's stimulated. He's not just left in a corner, but actually, no, he's... Uh, he's he's been helped to learn things, uh, so he will improve within his domain. But he will not pass a certain threshold. He will not become like a normal kid, let's say. So right. he won't he won't cure. He will improve within his capacities, and that's that can be a big help. Uh, and what about uh, this? Uh, well, these things that we read about the plastic mm, uh, mm -hmm. con, um, na nature of the brain. I sure. mean, the, the the synapses Absolutely. can can make mm, magic practically, <laughs> no? uh, because uh, well, uh, well, uh, I'm not a, an expert in this realm, but but I've read about. Um, Things that the connection that, uh, for instance, people who has uh, brain damage and uh -huh. eventually the, uh -huh. the, the, the sure. brain compensates and, uh -huh. and find uh -huh. new, uh -huh. new ways to, uh -huh. to pass information. So uh, at the same time that you explain that, well, we have uh, an, uh, certain capacities. Also, the, the brain has such a regenerative uh, Faculties mm -hmm. that 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 allows uh, or gives room for 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 hope. I mean, for but not <laughs> not not, not rich in magic. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know. What, what do you think of that, Alex? I think we, we we have to be very careful because there's yeah, having a kid with one of these conditions is is really tough, and uh, you don't want to give false expectations. I know. Yes. Know. Yes. So. Sure, but the, you're right. I mean, the brain is a learning machine, and the brain is designed to change and improve, and it's designed for that. So, as I was saying, sure, these these kids benefit from 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 Treatment, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. therapy, but uh, we cannot really cure them or yeah, at okay. least completely. Yeah. We uh, cure wouldn't be the right word, actually. Mm -hmm. no? mm -hmm. they, they, but we cannot eliminate. Okay, we cannot make them have a normal IQ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So, but yeah. I mean, I think just when you mentioned, you know, stimulation, I think even with normal functioning children, mm. they need stimulation Absolutely. too to grow. Sure, because sure. I mean, I feel like sometimes it can work in reverse too. If you neglect mm -hmm. a child yeah. and you leave yeah. them in a corner, Absolutely. even if they started mm -hmm. out with all the possibilities in the world, you can actually turn them into someone mm. who has intellectual disabilities if they don't get proper nutrition, if mm. they don't get any stimulus, if they're mm. in a dark room somewhere, you know, Absolutely. you can actually sure, sure. sort of mm -hmm. affect them that way as well. So I think stimulating your children with Life is probably a good idea no matter what. <laughs> what they have. So uh, just question for you. You're mapping the human brain right now, hmm. but f from the protein point of view, can hmm. you explain to us what that means? Yeah, well, I was telling you that at the very beginning, no, we are interested in how the brain works at the, at the molecular levels. Who, um, proteins uh, work in, in what we call complexes, which um, 
can be understood as a little machines, nano machines. We call them molecular machines as well sometimes, no? and uh, and and they the organization is 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 key to their functioning. So they don't work alone. Uh, they 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 function in in machines. And by proteins, you don't mean like chicken and red meat. You mean like <laughs> explain <laughs> us what, what what are these proteins in the brain? What what does that mean? So proteins are 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 the guys doing the job in the cell. So you, we have uh, DNA is only the book no? mm-hmm. where instructions are written and proteins actually go and, and do the job. They they, oh. they are the ones... Um, They're the so they are the ones who, who, the who become canals, um, channels, sorry, and then they, they let electricity flow and that is the current that becomes you knowing the nerve impulse and they... they 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 make uh, signals to so so proteins for instance they transfer they 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 so they they make this electrical information become stable because uh, electrical information is 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 just uh, very fast of course no so how do how do we retain this information so this in- information then is coded in 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 in, in the protein world so proteins do all kind of things and there's hundreds and hundreds of, of different types and. Does this have anything to do with epigenetics? Uh, not really. Okay. No, no. Epigenetics um, would be a layer of genetics. Uh, okay, it's how we the, the expression of genes is controlled. So epigenetics controls whether a gene is silent, mm-hmm. it's not expressed. So it, it's like if it wasn't there, no, it's absent, or it's heavily. Expressed, for instance, strongly expressed, and then that gene be- might become very important in, the, in a particular system because right. that, the, the protein that is encoded in that gene is very abundant. It's doing an important job. So epigenetics is actually working in controlling the, the what we call gene expression, mm-hmm. whether gene is expressed. But or not. couldn't the proteins play a part in that? Sure, proteins also play a part in that. Yeah, yeah, proteins actually make. Uh, Genes express, so it's slightly <laughs> more complicated. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it's more complicated. Yeah. Than that. Pro- proteins are do do, as I said, do the the, the, the work, the actual work. Yeah, DNA and just there to keep the information. So, how do you map proteins? Uh, Very carefully, uh, yeah. <laughs> one, at one a by one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, uh, we so we we these days we can map many at at, at once actually thousands at once already so this uh, the field of genomics that maybe people in, in street is more familiarized has has made a huge increase in the last 10 15 years nowadays to sequence a genome is a matter of hours wow okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah soon will be very cheap and we all will have our own genome sequence the field of proteomics, which is what we work in, it's it's the same idea, but with proteins. Not try to identify if genomics tries to, or not tries, but actually identifies all genes in a system, in a cell, or in an organism. Proteins does the same, but at the protein level. The problem is that uh, there's many more proteins than genes because one gene codes for many different mm-hmm. proteins. So, and also the technology we have is not so powerful, but still we are starting to be able to to identify many many genes and the synapse has 5,000 genes. Uh. 5,000 genes are expressed at, at the synapse, and uh, they they all have their uh, its role. And it's, as I said, it's a huge uh, molecular machine, and uh, we still need to understand the dynamics of, of that machine, uh, What uh, how, how the action of one protein affects the other. And that's what we're trying to do, understand the composition and the dynamics of, of these machines 
in normal and also in in, in conditions that pathological conditions. In ID, some of the proteins we are more interested in are are only expressed at the synapse, and when they are mutated, when the gene uh, is mutated, they cause intellectual disability. So there's oh, something wow. wrong inside the synapse uh, that that ultimately translate into a, a cognitive deficit. So, um, you know, we're kind of running out of time. Yeah, look at the clock. My goodness, I can't believe it's already 9.56. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, basically what you're saying is that it's immensely complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so no wonder we only know 5% of how things work. Yeah, cause it imagine like all, all the signups we have. And each uh, signups seems, has 5,000, 6,000 proteins inside, doing each one doing its particular job. So there's lots to know, lots to know. It's a big black box still. My okay. goodness. <laughs> well, but that was pretty fascinating. I think it gives people a lot to think about. And and also, so. you, you know, we don't want to give people false hope, but we can give the hope that, like, there is so much more to discover yeah. that we yeah. haven't mm-hmm. figured mm-hmm. out yet. So mm-hmm. it might not be in our lifetime, but hopefully next lifetime, that may, they might have cures, if mm. not cures, we therapies to, to we things. We need to find the right times. This will be very important, the right points in development where, where we, we, or when we can intervene, when and where to intervene. So this Make will be very, yeah, very important. Okay. Well, 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 I want to thank you, Alex, no, for thank sharing you. your time. Yeah, I, I hope this wasn't too long. <laughs> no, 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 no. Super interesting. Time for another hour. Easily. Yeah, this yeah. is what we need to do. Hour two, English radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, just want to reiterate. You, you mentioned it before. If yeah. um, you have a chance, it's the American Society Happy Hour this evening. Only the fun, beautiful, sexy, smart, and, and uh, cool people can come. Alex, you, you, you're welcome. You can come in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you got to flex, flex your synapse <laughs> muscles there, <laughs> and, and then. Uh, uh, also, um, just a shout out very quickly to dinners that matter. They're, uh, they're it's a wonderful organization. They have their next event is tomorrow night. So if you're going to go out to dinner any night this month, that is a great night to do it. June 11th tomorrow, and they. Yeah, are I think if you look up dinners that matter Barcelona on Google, it'll probably give you information about what restaurants are participating. Yeah, dinnersmatter.org will tell you exactly which ones they are participating, and they're fighting against social exclusion and hunger. And also, just to remind you, if you go and you use Halo, you get a ten dollar, ten euro coupon off. That's cool. So and don't forget, you eat good food, and some of that money goes to charity. It's all good. And then. And one last plug for our friend Mike Cunahan and, and his friends over at uh, Lean Up Startup, or sorry, Lean Startups. They have a an event on the 16th at 6:45. They will be hosting an event on uh, a startup strategy featuring you know international management guru Alex Osterwalder. If you have any questions, look at our Facebook page here at uh, ASB Radio as well as the American Society, and we will put the details for you there. That's right. So like us on Facebook. Um, uh, which uh, American Society of Barcelona or English Radio's Facebook pages to find out more and to listen to the podcast from today. Listen to us on Wednesdays at uh, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. for the only English radio programming in Barcelona. Have a great morning. Good morning. Thank oh, you uh, very much, Alex. Thank you. Take care, guys.
Son las de U. Primer titular que esta hora para el tránsito en Davana Kibiari. Dentro de esta gran rotación se encara la B23, las plugas fines de entrar para la diagonal, donde ya ja tallada el lateral para unas obras. B24, Sarvalló, Benaturat, Santit Tarragona, P7, Surtida, Paredes del Vallès, Santit Nord, Capalanyas, Amblas, C17 y la C60, Amcua Compacta, Argentona, Santit Granulles.